yeah. I don't know if I'll keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fi- I'm 50-50 on that. Hey, dick hands on the mics. We uh, we just peed. Um, now we're holding microphones. Dicks on the mics. Sup. Uh, all right. Well, well, I apologize to some people I know who may or may not like germs. Yeah. Well, they don't have to hold the mics. Now, or we just cut this part, and this is completely a moot point. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe not. Welcome to episode 20 of The Real Neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Who could say for sure how's, now? How's everyone, how's everyone going? Doing? Yeah. Welcome again. We're doing good. Thank you, Jamie. We're doing all right. <laughs> We're doing awesome. Thanks for asking. <laughs> That's how all of oh, our man. listeners I, sound. <laughs> I love instantaneous feedback. That's, yeah. Oh, good. Thank you, guys. I know. <laughs> technology has technology got too far. Like <laughs> mid recording, we're already hearing people reacting. You know, we could do a meta thing where we pretend we're live streaming. Yeah. That we, 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 there's, there's no one actually giving us any feedback, but we're always looking at this yeah. fake computer. And... Oh, yeah. Well, here, one sec, before you, before you continue, uh, this one is from Dragon Slayer 69. It says, that's a classic. It yeah. says, it says, uh, you guys rock. Um, I love, I love the dick Mike joke you made before. Um, keep it up. All oh, right, oh. thanks, pal. Jamie, over here, Motown is life 23 over there. Oh, yeah, nice. I like Motown. <laughs> he, he actually says, he says, thank you for the show. I love Motown. Mm-hmm. This guy, and honest guy. Name checks out. Like He's <laughs> like, this guy's all about Motown. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I mean, he, he's willing to admit he likes our show, but that's not his core interest. It's he's, not. No. He's got to throw in his other interests. Like you, know? you guys, but I rep Motown. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's writing again. Wait. Uh, but yeah, you guys are good, but Motown is still better. Okay. Okay, that's fair. You that's know, fair. I, I like your feedback. That's really nice. That's cool. Yeah. Well, why don't you go hang on the corner with Benny? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You can go chill there. We we can't compete with Motown. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You guys are pretty good, but uh, the band Queen is better. <laughs> Just cl- coming in with some really hot takes. The classic Motown band Queen. <laughs> you guys are pretty good, but I feel like Led Zeppelin was more groundbreaking. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's hard to top that. Okay, I thought you were about to make a counter-argument. You're like, well, actually, <laughs> real neighbors. I would argue. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> could, could you imagine uh, we're just going off about how we think we're better than Led Zeppelin? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're, I would say at that point your ego is so off the charts that yeah. there's no coming back. You're, no. you're, you're, on, the, you're on Mars somewhere. You're ridiculous you're, <laughs> at that point. You've gone out to Pluto, Jamie. I don't know where you've gone. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Uh, I don't know how I would feel about something like that if it just uh, suddenly was was. Uh, what are you looking at? I'm not Austin? looking at anything. Okay. How about you keep talking? weren't you going to ask me a question or something? Oh yes. All right, Austin. So I have. Oh, a- do you know what it is? I think is we're not talking directly into the microphone. We have a bad habit of holding. I have a bad habit of holding it at 90 degrees like this instead yeah. of going in like this. I have it in my mouth right now. So do I. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Austin, I have a question for you. Okay. So, this is a thing I didn't realize was such a divisive issue, and uh, oh boy, yeah, great. All right, well, 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 <laughs> you can mean to go. I had this really divisive topic. I want to hear your opinion. I'm yeah. like, oh man, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you, do, you, before you ask the question, I want to. I want to preface with this. Okay. Just before the show, and I said I love this quote. Yeah. Is uh, you were saying because we were talking a couple weeks ago, and Jamie said, you know, I, I was listening to the podcast, and I realized I, I was in the middle of saying something, and I and it occurred to me. After the fact that I don't believe anything I said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did say that. Yeah. So sometimes I get worried. I'm like, am I just going to start talking out of my ass? And, I know. Yeah. Cause and look back. Well, because, oh. well, yeah, I'll be telling a story or express an opinion. Um, and then I'll listen back. I'm like, I, because I didn't word it properly, it's almost like I conveyed something I don't even 
I was like, that well, didn't even come across right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But okay. Don't. But oh, yeah, don't so you worry. Maybe the question. I was just giving some preface. Yeah. Right? All right. Well. Well. Don't you worry, man, because uh, it's not that big of a deal. So uh, it's divisive, but it's pretty innocent. Okay. Go- okay. Uh, I like that. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so my bro, I, I was hanging out with my brother, and uh, and we we were all with like my parents, and it was just kind of a little family. Just we were all talking, getting together. And uh, my brother said he came across a a poll online where um, somebody said, Would "I'm you... still waiting for the punchline." I'm. It's not a punchline. <laughs> I'm, I'm no. I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be something really divisive that yeah. I'll be. And and I'm waiting. And basically, we we wanted to know. Um, I just I was I was gonna say something really horrible. <laughs> something really volatile. Yeah, um, I know you got to be careful though because you next even thing you know you joke. actually slip a little off the ledge. Yeah, even as a joke. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, um, so yeah, Austin. After you poop, do you sit down to wipe or do you stand up and wipe? <laughs> yeah, dude, I always stand up. What are you talking? You about? do one hundred percent. That is weird because I'm a sitter, and I didn't know anyone did it differently. How do you get in there? I lean How do forward you... on the. I still am kind of resting on the toilet seat, uh, and you just you. I do the typical. I fold the toilet paper, reach down in the bowl, kind of leaning off it, uh, and I just finish, and then I stand up. Okay, hold on. This is important. Okay, yeah. people who watch, there's, I know there's there's a couple of you, maybe like maybe like two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it might be us. I don't know. No, it's please it's leave Mo- in the comment. You it's need Motown to tell- music and Dragon Slayer sixty nine. Part of me kind of thinks Jamie's fucked up, but now now I'm worried that I'm fucked up. But do you know what's so crazy? Le- Appar- leave in the comment. Wiping, standing up or down. Well, here's the thing. So this poll my brother saw. Uh, it was posted by. I I don't want to get this wrong. I feel like it was called, okay. It was well, how from many this, people voted on this poll? A lot. Well, I th- so okay. I think it was by. This is important. The guys who do workaholics. I think it was one of them who put it. Okay. Out. All right. I I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, but anyway, it, apparently it was a big poll. Like a lot of people voted on it, and it was pretty much a fifty fifty split. It was divisive. Yeah. And I and I never even thought about that topic. I was like, I just. I sit down to wipe. I didn't think anyone. I, I thought. I think it's weird to stand because you're like. I don't know. I'm just like you're, you're already down. You just lean forward a bit, do it, and then you okay. Stand up. Now, now you, we need to. I need to add some additional details now. Which sure, sure. I f- I feel will make a little few people uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. it's important. Mm-hmm. These things are important. So absolutely, we everybody poops. Just so, so I you know. initially stand up, mm-hmm. then I turn around, I look around, and I make sure that I had a very impressive dump. Oh yeah. So I, I make sure it's a nice log, measure it. You get, and it. I think, you get the measuring tape. And I kind of and then I feel the satisfaction like oh I got all these toxins out of my system. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And I and I flush the toilet. Yeah. And then uh, cuz that's that's what we call the mercy flush by the way. Yeah. That's where you have some really healthy dumps mm-hmm. and you don't want to abuse the toilet too much so you give it a first flush. Okay. And then you wipe and then you flush again. Now, oh, when I stand you, up Jamie, you, do you do that every time? For the most part, yeah. I only do courtesy flushes if I'm in a place where I, not uncomfortable, but if I'm trying to really hard to be like not gross, I guess I will do the courtesy flush if I don't want to stink up someone's washroom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't do that all the time. Typically, the, I'll the, just get it all done in one. If one I'm go. at a, if I'm at like a, a, a mall or somewhere where they have those insane industrial toilets that, yeah. that shoot like power jets, I don't care. Cause I'm yeah. Like, there's no way I'm gonna. Yeah, Cla- they design it because they, they don't want to deal with the, your bullshit. Oh. Literally, oh. so they they you know so. But some people have some old Victorian toilets with no water pressure. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to risk it. So I'm, that's uh, you true. Know, that's and true. I, and that applies to where I am right now. Yeah. All right. But well, point being, yeah, mercy flush. Get up, wipe. But what I do is I lean over slightly. 
to make sure I have the optimal position to wipe. Right. I don't. I don't. I'm not a freaking Cretan that just like clenches up and, and stands like, up. Yeah. How do you, I don't know how you do that. So that's, that's why I was trying to elaborate and say like you yeah. kind of can't. Well, that's what I mean. Fully that's, stand up. That's why I thought it was weird because I can't picture that. I'm like I don't just stand like all of a sudden. Yeah, like I don't stand straight. I'm standing up right now, by the way, just yeah. to really to get the, my point yeah. across to myself. It's you. There's no way you could stand straight up, it. and y- yeah, so. yeah, exactly. They're always hunched over anyway. So my point is, when I'm already in that position, if you just slide up on the toilet seat a bit, you can just fit your hand back there, get it, get it done. You know, it's very interesting. I think it's a difference of where you squat. Mm-hmm. You squat over the toilet. Mm-hmm. I just kind of get up and squat. Yeah, that's. What, I think it's actually the same thing. Maybe, well, uh, you know? yeah, ju- but dude, you know what's funny is it was divisive even among my family. Um, my my brother, and my mom both claim they're standers like you, but my dad was like with me. He was like, "What do you mean? Yeah, I just sit I while sit, I do it." Wow. And I was like, "Yeah, so do I." Like these, that, I thought you know that what? was normal. While we're talking, I'm starting to realize these conversations are important. They are. Yeah, we need to have these talks with our families and friends. Oh yeah, bring <laughs> get to <laughs> ask your mom. <laughs> I can't wait to go home and talk to my parents about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about you, Jamie. Next but... next time you see your parents out there, uh, ask them what they do. So, uh, yeah, ne- next time I hang out with any of my family, extended family, direct mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. sisters, cousins. Ask anyone. It's a really important question. Just walk around and ask some people. Yeah. <laughs> um, ask some people how they wipe their ass. Yeah. Ask some people how they wipe their ass. <laughs> have you ever used... I mean, that was a little too on the nose. Yeah. Um, have you I ever... was doing some more wordplay, but... Yeah, I was just, you know, I just did just it. Kinda... I just did it. Um, have you have you ever used a bidet while, they're, while we're on this topic? I've heard it's amazing. I've yeah. heard it's I've a never... transcendent experience. I've never used one. In fact, I went to a place... Because initially, I thought it was a... Well, I think there's two. There might be two. There's one where it's built into the... To- there might be one where it's built into yeah, the toilet. the real fancy ones. Then there's another one where it's a separate unit mm-hmm. beside the toilet that you can use. Yeah. And I went to a cottage when we were sh- doing one of our video shoots. Right. And they had a boudet beside the toilet. But mm-hmm. I was so miffed. I, I just... I couldn't... I, I just wasn't ready. You know yeah. what I mean? I just wasn't ready. Yeah. I, I, I looked at it. I, re- I really was thinking I want to explore and try mm, new. Yeah. I just wasn't ready. <laughs> explore I, I and try new things. And yeah, have some water shoved up my asshole. Get, get that water pressure right to the G <laughs> spot. <laughs> I, <laughs> gotta... I, I, it's a thing where I it's I wonder if I'd just be so shocked that I would just freaking ch- I don't know. Just so <laughs> orgasm <laughs> on the spot. Whoa. Um, yeah, no. And I, that's when I figured out I was gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a boot. Hey, I mean, did I say it right? Hey, if you like women, they can they can strap on. Uh, <laughs> um, if you still like uh, ladies in general, like yeah, why not? Um, they uh, could probably get a portable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, I've never used one. I, uh, I my friend had one. Uh, his, well, his dad had a really like really nice place. Uh, we were all chilling there, and he was like, "My dad has a bidet," and he was just—he just thought it was fun. And he—he he was like, and so we went up there, and I was like, "That's actually crazy. It's a, it's a novelty." Yeah, I was like, "This is weird. I've actually never seen something this fancy." And it, it comes out of the thing, and uh, basically, what we did—we uh, were—we were, we were uh, drinking the 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 dad sodas, a little buzzed, and uh, okay, okay, and uh, we basically thought it was really funny because you have there has to be pressure on it for it to go off. So, like, you have to actually, you have to sit down and dedicate, right? Yeah, you have yeah. to, like, apparently there needs to be pressure on the seat. So, the way this one works is you hit a button when there's pressure on the seat, it comes out. Uh, 
it it just does its job kind of tickles your asshole does whatever it does um and then uh and so we we, uh we put our foot we both put our foot on it i filmed it being the mature adult i am and we we put our foot on it i took a video of it just popping out and we're just laughing i don't even know why it's so funny and it just goes and sprays like into the shower across the room some serious water pressure yeah and we just laughed and like that uh, there's a video like that that i recorded and uh yeah i'm well jamie very mature stuff but uh, i think everybody listening agrees that you missed out because you could have gotten a good hit to the g-spot i know (laughs) apparently (laughs) yeah you could have had a nice jet stream yeah i didn't i didn't take a poo the main vein i did not take a poo there yeah that's when you should have said, "All right, boys, everybody, get out." Yeah, missed opportunity. It's time to really, yeah, if see what this this bad boy's worth. So uh, another thing, uh, while on this, this is kind of a shitty topic, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love you, you, you Jamie paused and did the, like the turn. He was like, "Did, did, you, did you get that? <laughs> yeah, did you catch that? <laughs> um, you, see, you see what happened here? This is just what everyone wants to hear." Um, but yeah, we. Uh, what was I saying? God damn it! Now um, you, so you, you actually dedicated everything to a, a punchline, and then you lost the the trail. I did. Well, no, wait a minute. There's no punchline. Um, uh, well, I mean, you, you, bidets. Okay, yeah, I've never used one. Um, oh yeah, on, on the topic of that, I do want to say, uh, do they? Do people wipe on top of that, or do some of them do all of it? Is that what is that what it is? It's supposed to just be water. As far as I'm concerned, in Japan, it's an all in one. Yeah. Yep. You, and do, you do like, the boudin, do and it's done. Blow dry it, dry, and you know what? And a lot of people swear by it. They say it's the freaking the future. It's the future. Mm. Yeah. Wow. We're gonna have boudets going up our buttholes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to say it like that. You don't have to say it as weirdly as I did. Yeah, I was like, well, you keep saying boudet, and I'm like, I've never. Heard <laughs> I don't it. even. I, I I keep forgetting how to say it. I think it's boudet, like bid. Boudet, because it's b i d e t. Right? Oh God, do we have to like? Yeah. Do it. Do it. This is another terrible thing. Is that people? It's gonna be so embarrassing because I'm probably wrong. Okay, I'm probably wrong with your pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe you're wrong, too. And then we're just going to have to look back and accept the fact that people are listening to this and going, what a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. You they, know, just, they just say shit. They're just saying things, and they don't even know what they're ta- they don't even know how to say the words, and yeah. they're talking about it. Well, hey, that's that's what it is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you know, okay, uh, so as uh, it's funny you bring that up. Um, so my brother listened to our, one of our past podcasts, and he brought this up to me. And he said, what, what was the word that you said that he like laughed at? Um, Did I just th- you, throw one out there and yeah, hope for the you, best? Yeah, you said something, and he was like, I've never heard someone say it that way. Uh, <laughs> I need to remember what word it was. Oh, man, I wish Benny could look this one up, but that's yeah. a hard sell, man. Ooh, you know this... what? That could be another one for the comments. Yeah. Do what, do, what I, do what concerns me, though, is I feel like we're leaving too much for the sequel. Yeah. The audience is starting to get left behind. I know, because it's, it's bothering me that I can't People aren't going to know. I guess I guess they can look at the comments and know who's doing what with their butts and who's yeah, yeah. saying what with their words. Yeah, that's fair. Um, no, it was it was a very like normal word, and and, and Jussie just pointed out, he's like, did, did Austin say that? Like that, uh, he was like, I've never heard someone pronounce it. He's, oh, I, I literally remember it. This is perfect. I'm so happy you do. I, I know. was wondering how long this was gonna go this, on. This was gonna bog me. It was debacle. You, oh, you I say, probably said you debacle. Say, you say debacle. Yeah, and that's what Jesse, because I've never heard it that way either. I've always heard people say, oh, this was a debacle. But Jesse was like, you keep saying debacle. I'm. Uh, this is a relief to I'm me. Ama- I'm actually really impressed you can remember that too. I know because deb- debacle is not a very common word. No. 
but yeah, you said debacle, and Jesse was like, it's funny because it's almost like the way he worded it, he was like, I feel like Austin read that word many times, but I've never heard someone say it in real life. <laughs> like, like, that might be true. Because <laughs> that's I, fair. I, you know, I have heard in real life, and I think I always knew it, but that doesn't that doesn't mean I don't say debacle. Debacle. It's the All same right. thing as, you know what, I... Ironically, did this for a long time. Yeah. Out of, out of, it's one of those things, you know. What what's that saying where they say it's, it, it starts off being a joke until it actually becomes reality or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I forget how that uh, they say it, but yeah. Basically, I w- my my buddies, I used to always say I was always very grammatically correct growing up. Yeah, and I usually I'm usually pretty good. I'm a little pretentious about my my, my spelling and shit. Right? Oh, you're lighting the right. candle. Good oh, call, yes. Jamie. Good yeah. call. Yeah, light the candle while I'm telling the we story. We got a candle sitting here. So. Uh, one time I, I was with my buddies and I said hanged out. And because I was so mm. pretentious about grammar, it was kind of like everybody got did like a gotcha. Yeah. Like, like we, we fucking caught you. You the, said so stupid. Hunt. The witch yeah. hunt. They're like it's ready like, to there was weakness. Now we have to feast on them, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And out out of spite, because you know I'm, I'm a spiteful piece of shit, right? Yeah. I I, I decided one thing to say, I know about you. <laughs> I'm it's one kidding. of my defining features. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I decided I'm just going to keep saying it intentionally for years and years. Yeah. And then after probably about four or five years, I started to realize that I was unironically doing it. Yeah. And now I've accepted the fact that I just, I just fucked that up. So instead of, instead what, of saying so, what word was this again? Uh, hanged versus hung. Oh yes, hanged out. I you did used to say that. And I, I know. I feel like I consciously. I still do now. I consciously was aware that you would always. Say hanged out. So instead of saying, "Oh yeah, we were we, we hung out yesterday we and it was hung fun," out. I I come in and barge in and go, "We hanged out." We we're hang. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. That's that's just wrong. It's a weird thing. It's a weird quirk. Yeah. And initially it was ironic. Mm. I was just flexing. Yeah. You know, it's like doing heroin for a joke, and then yeah, as as unfortunately we all have. <laughs> um, I, I'm just kidding. Um, but um, actually, so yeah, that that's funny. On that topic, actually, uh, I've done that too, where where. I used to like basically adapt slang into my vernacular every now and then, but I would do it ironically. Oh, dude, it's isn't but that then, so much fun? It until is until it's not. Until it becomes something you're accidentally doing for real. Like for a while, I was a bro guy, which I I always I always thought it was funny. People, what, what the hell is a bro guy? Like people who call people bro all the time. Oh like, yeah! Like, oh yeah! We, you, I remember you doing I think, that ironically. I think I went through a phase where I was like, "Yeah, bro," and I would always say "bro," and then it almost crossed a line where I was like, "Am I? Is this is actually Am just I how a bro I guy now? I'm like, this is actually just how I talk now." No, Jamie. And I was doing it to be funny or saying "lit" or like stuff like yes. that. Yes. Now that- I would adapt it ironically. And then it would just actually be how I'm talking. I'm like, at what point is this just actually how I'm talking now? You're missing a big element, though. <clears throat> what do you mean, what bro? We, I think, what we said that started getting out of hand, in my opinion, is I remember we were both really into this for a while, and it definitely got too much. We used to say, dude, a lot. Dude? We'd be like, yeah. come on, dude. How's it going, dude? You know, kind of. I, I don't feel as ironic about that one, because I do... I, I, I dude it up sometimes. I say dude. But you don't know? you think don't you think that word's lost? Like, okay, how about this? In, in seven years ago, we used to say it often. Yeah. How often do we say it now? I don't I would say not not so much. Oh dude, you're right. Yeah, no, I uh yeah, I I don't say it as I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely go through phases with uh whipping out different things in my vernacular. To me, I think but... it's actually amazing that you naturally just move up on from things and, and grab new things. Mm-hmm. I think it's all about I think it's very true. Is whatever's in your immediate circle is what you become. Yeah, and you just naturally drop things. Yeah. So if you if if you if you just, if you stop hearing, dude, you just stop using it. Yeah, it just that's happens. True. 
I don't know. That's that's pretty lit though. I don't know. Can you can you stop trying to throw this random shit <laughs> in? I'm trying don't, to. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, we used to say "dank" a lot too. "Dank" was a big one. Ooh, and "jank." Jank. Which were both very different words. They are with very different. I don't even. Does "jank" have a definition? Quick, um, Benny, look it up. I I am almost positive it does. <laughs> I don't know it though. Because in my opinion, the definition of jank is literally anything. You could say that's jank, and if you say, yeah. oh, that's jank, man. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Cool, dude. But what if somebody comes up and you're like, oh, that's jank. Yeah. You know what that means? Yeah. Oh, that's shitty. You know what, man? I think uh, I think jank, it, to me, is bad. I would be like, that's janky. You know, I would say that in a bad okay. setting. The extremely poor or unreliable quality. Mm. Yeah, that's well, pretty... Well, I, I really regret using that in a positive context. Yeah, that's pretty jank that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it, it is just a thing to be noted because I would... It's happened many times in my life where I did start saying things like ironically. I would literally just be like, this is funny. But then I would start doing it as a joke so much, it would actually just slip and it would just come out. And I'd be like, oh, so this is who I am now. Isn't that crazy that yeah. you... It always is a lot of the, I, I think it's true. A lot of the time it starts off as a joke and then you unironically become the thing yeah. that you were making fun of. Yeah. Well, such is life, I suppose. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's profound. So, Jamie, what do you, wait, what do you think? Wait, oh, what? I have a little quote to end on that on that note. Oh, good, good. Um, you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Um, side note. There's you, nothing I hate more. Oh, I don't even know how to define that. That what? Whenever I hear people just quote modern shit like that, it just, yeah. it just it, I feel assaulted. Like yeah. I've just I've been assaulted. I'm just like stop. <laughs> my intellect is is being attacked. Don't call the cops on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call the cops. Come I'm on, not, I'm not scared of you. Come on, bro. Come on, dude. So, uh, Jamie, what do you, what do you think about getting into uh, a couple topics that we we wanted to talk about? I think mm, I hate that idea. Let's not. Well, do it. Uh, we're okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I actually want to note one thing. Yeah. Is I I went to the Costco for the first time in a couple years. Ooh. Yeah. We, Costco's a for people crazy in Sarnia, place. it's a bit of a novelty because it is. and I think a lot of people do this. We actually drove to London to go to Costco. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I think it was like a fifty minute drive. Yeah. And and the dude, the amazing thing is, is I was kind of initially like, oh, I'm just hanging out with the boys and whatever. We're just shooting the shit. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I need groceries anyway. So yeah. just we go raging down there. at the Costco. I know. What a what a time isn't that the beauty of being in your late twenties? Yeah. You still I I slowly transition out of interesting things and now i go to costco and it's fun yeah and i and i enjoy it and that's, enjoy that's it. the worst part yeah and i probably enjoy it more than the stuff all the all the other stuff i used to do yeah that's so, fair yeah you go in one it's just freaking i can't believe how many people are there bulk line deals. up out the door hundreds inside yeah they i guess they have some crazy exemption from whatever's going on with covid because oh yeah they're like yeah. They, they have some weird deal they're just like oh man like this is all this stuff you guys want to do that's cool and all but we're costco yeah. And they say, ah, I mean, we're we above, all want our bulk deals. So. We're above the law. <laughs> Apparently the government agrees, so. Yeah, they are. And they're probably shopping there, too. They're like, hell yeah, dude, you guys can stay open. Wow. Yeah, I love Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Your shit's amazing. Yeah. So we go in there. Dude, I actually, I, I hadn't been there in a couple of years, and I had forgotten mm-hmm. how good the deals are. Yeah. I could not believe it. I was looking at things like, okay. Okay, guys, here's the perfect example. And and I when I saw I was like, this blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Beef jerky. Yeah. You go to a if you go to a corner store, you're gonna get eighty to hundred grams of beef jerky and it's gonna seven, cost you seven bucks. Between or seven to ten dollars. Yeah. 
you go to Costco, I think it was 12 to $13 for like 480 grams of beef jerky. Mm. And I'm like, what the hell? And That's I, unreal. Yeah, you notice things like that. And then they have uh, bulk eggs for dirt cheap. They got fucking... They got they got all this is the most random shit you could ever imagine in bulk. Yeah. All those huge cereal boxes for eight bucks, yeah. and it's it's like three in one. That's it's just beautiful. It, all the, it's uh, that's why it's that's why I like it so much because you're looking at it going all the things I could do. Oh yeah, and you know what? I did buy beef jerky. Yeah, I never do, but I was like, you know what? I'm here because because usually buy tons of beef jerky because usually it's a ripoff. <laughs> it, it's an objective fact. Is yeah. I love beef jerky, but there's no point buying the it. The markup is so unreal. If you think about the price of meat. Compared to they they treat this meat in a certain way, sure, but it's yeah, it's like what is it, Jacklings? Like they they got a monopoly on this shit. Like it's like somehow all beef jerky is like the same price somehow. I know it is true. It's absurd. Yeah, and not only that is it, it's basically a light snack. Mm-hmm. It is an extremely expensive light snack. Yeah, I, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, and so. Yeah, so I, I I just I can't I can't justify buying it, even though I think most people agree beef jerky is really freaking good. Yeah, but so yeah, I got some of that. I got some not worth the price though. Usually, and then all the weird shit that nobody else would have. Right. You know, just like just weird things. Like I got protein pancake mix. Ooh, yeah, that sounds you know, good. Like yeah, I'm like that's cool. And then yeah. they had uh oh, they had protein bread. Really, and they had it in bulk. Wow. So it was actually significantly cheaper than buying it at other places. So uh, it's just I'm I'm just saying. It's it, mind blowing how amazing Costco is. I'm like, no wonder people will drive an hour just to go there and get groceries. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that because I because uh, my brother he lives in London, so he has a Costco membership and stuff. Oh man, and lucky bastard! I know London has a one up on for me now. I'm like, yeah. oh, they have Costco. Hey, but you so you typically aside from this year live in Toronto. Is uh, it they have one there, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Now keep in mind, having something in Toronto is a very loose term. Right, because I could live on the east side and it could be up and in it, fucking and York. it's still a decent y- yeah, trek like to get there. So it's kind of a thing where yeah, it's probably kind of convenient, but not Actually, as conv- it's never as conv- when it's Toronto. It is here's the here's the rule of thumb. It mm. is never as convenient as you think it is. Mm. That's that's just the fact of the matter. That so. makes sense. Yeah, I feel like my my excursions to Toronto have felt that way. Usually, um, I don't know how big is Toronto like. To to if you're starting on one end, what is the length of time it would take to get to the end? Do you know? Well, there's lots of debate because it's always about because Toronto's always growing. So Traffic always is a big factor. Yeah, well, yeah, when you drive, but the biggest thing is Toronto's always growing. So it's a question of when does Toronto begin and end? Because some people, right. in their opinion, because it, as it gets bigger and bigger and people are spreading out, Toronto is kind of changing in dimension. But I would say the core Toronto area, it will take you about forty. 50 minutes to cross it right to really cross it and that's that's okay. going from let's say uh like the west side to the east side that would be fucking like uh oh god i'm so bad at geography yeah. i'm like oh god i'm putting my geography in this place you, it'd be like going are, from mississauga yeah. to scarborough <laughs> okay you know well, like you, have to, you have to cross if you think about it that way yeah because basically uh sarnia like um yeah like sarnia ontario uh to london ontario is about an hour so it's crazy to think that there's so many in between little towns and little small like Exeter, all these weird little Seaforth, all these weird little barely small population. Tons of little cultures in Toronto. Yeah. There's so many. But if you think about Toronto, it's the same length, but it's all one sort of thing. Yeah, you got you got like you got like Chinatown. Yeah. You got uh 
you got all these cool districts where I used to live. Bloor West Village. Bloor, oh, Bloor was the awesome. The Junction. Dude, like, I remember... <laughs> little Dude. Italy. There's just, yeah, there's just so many cool little subcultures in Toronto. That's the thing I remember most. Yeah, but I think, what did you what did you do in, when I, in Bloor's Village? What did we do? Uh, so, yeah, I remember when, uh, when I visited you, uh, this was maybe two, three years ago, right? Two it was, years it was ago. probably a couple years ago. Dude. I think I think you visited maybe three times. Yeah. When I was in Toronto. Yeah. Maybe even, right. maybe even four. Maybe. Maybe, maybe like maybe. it was maybe like once a year. I want to say I want to say two of them were concerts. Uh, we would see. Uh, we'd go to concerts. Right. And then, right. We've talked about that in the podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then, uh, yeah. So yeah, the, the I want to say the last time I was visiting you when you lived in Bloor, uh, really beautiful. Like that was a nice neighborhood, and like. I remember just the architecture, the houses, like all along where you live. It was like just, it was nice. Oh, yeah, suburbia, lots yeah, of low nice, rise, nice. no condos there yet. That's the kind of the big yeah. thing, right? But it, it still felt very like homey and small towny, but it was just a nice little community within Toronto, I felt. And Bloor, we, I remember we went and bought like, Homemade sour cream. I remember it. Homemade With pierogies. Homemade pierogies. And we just oh. like, they were delicious. They were actually, to this day, those progies were incredible. They I were still amazing. remember I still remember how they tasted and thinking, wow. Me too. That was totally yeah. worth it. And the sour cream. Yeah. I remember we were eating this homemade sour cream. Yeah. I could eat it plain. I, I remember thinking I could just take this out by the spoonful. I would and eat just this put it in my spoon. mouth. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Oh, it was. So honestly, very nice little area. I do remember like just chilling there with you. Like, yeah, that was sick. And all the like yeah, all the like homegrown, like good little little small businesses. Just yeah, just lots beautiful. of small businesses and cool little yeah. like niche things you can do. What was uh, what was wasn't there a shoppers drug mart that was in some historical uh, building? That's very upsetting. Yeah. Okay, you know what? That's worth talking about. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. There was okay. So there's an Elizabethan theater, an old one. I think it's about a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the Bloor's Village. If you go there, I think it's by Runnymede Station. I might as well give some people some exacts. Yeah, and it's a it's a beautiful building. And Chapters, and Chapters, which is a, a big bookstore franchise, a lot of people know it. Mm-hmm. They took over the building years and years ago, and they spent a lot of money restoring it. I think it it was in the ballpark of one point five million dollars. Yeah, it looked gorgeous. I would, I would, and it was actually still Chapters when I was when I was younger. I think I was eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, and I would go. And I'd read books of chapters. I loved it, and uh, and I would just sit in there because I, I liked being in there because it was still a theater. There'd be like all the bookshelves and stuff, but when you'd look up, you were in a huge theater. It was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. So I would just sit in there for hours and read books and buy them, and I and I liked being there. I liked the culture, mm. and then chapters decided, and I and they actually said they regretted it later. They regretted not toughing it out because it was just ex- it's expensive. It's yeah, not practical. Yeah. They so they sold it to Shoppers Drug Mart. Yeah. And do you know what they fucking do? They they I went in there once and they they tried their best right but they're well, they're, they're selling a bland product. Well, oh, you, you went oh I brought you there. Yeah, we went in there oh. and and I uh, yeah so actually I do remember I took pictures because it was a Shoppers Drug Mart as familiar as all like just as completely familiar Shoppers Drug Mart look like totally set up normal blah blah except the ceiling was like. Uh, like what's that? Called? Like Leonardo da Vinci's it's, it's painting? Yeah, it it's was like arched, lots of art in the uh, top. The, it, it looked like the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, like, you it could was still. See it was the beautiful. Yeah, it was like stained glass and and just really complex architectural designs, and it was beautiful. And it was a shopper's drug mart. I remember you look at the floor. 
base level. It's just a normal shopper's. You look up and it's just beautiful. And there's something about that contrast that is so ugly. It's insulting. Do you know what it's they just did? Feels and that, and bad. this is exactly what they did because I was looking around. Yeah, is they they put up basically this this temporary wall. Mm-hmm. These like white walls mm-hmm. to kind of to, up to a certain point. They 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 would put up the walls to, like fifteen twenty feet, and after that, it would be the the old theater. They were trying to cover it as much as possible, semi cover it, it enough so that it wouldn't get in the way of their products. Yeah, they're just like we want it to look like a shoppers, basically. Yeah, yeah. really. Or it's like if if you're it's... looking at you know their makeup, they're like, oh look at our cool makeup. Don't look at the fucking pillars behind Don't that. Look Don't at look at how beautiful cool this building is. Yeah. No, dude, it's insulting. I actually, it, I, would, whenever I went there, I was like. I, if I was getting a toothbrush, I'd feel bad. I'd be like, oh, it's, I'm it's freaking ugly. I robbing remember, this community. I know. I, re- I remember that. When I went in there, I took pictures specifically because of how disgusting it, it felt. Yeah. So if you guys want to be offended, go check out Shoppers by Running Meat Station in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bloor's Village. Yeah. And actually, I would say in general, it's such a disgusting contrast. It's I like, know. It's, it's like, it's terrible. Just, just this corporate, just bland like stuff with this beautiful character building just doesn't make sense yeah yeah and i would say if you for people that ever want to go to toronto maybe live there all that good stuff i for me the big the big thing is don't view it like a big city view it as like tons of pockets of little communities yeah you still gotta find a good one yeah now there's downtown which is just a freaking clusterfuck yeah just stuff going on but if the moment you get anywhere out of downtown as I said, Little Italy, Chinatown. Mm. There's so many cool places to go with so much to do. Oh yeah, like I, I, I would, in a way that I would argue that I don't really like Toronto in general, mm. but the little communities in Toronto are some of my favorite places to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I might have taken you around a little bit. Yeah, we we, we, we must have gone we, to some places. We went on a good little excursion. I remember. Uh, excuse me. We went on like a little journey. I remember we went to uh, explored a lot of Bloor. Um, and then uh, we went through that park that was nearby. Yeah, oh, yeah, was, High Park. That, that place was nice. is cool. Yeah. yeah. Then we went to our friend's Super house nice. by Bathurst. Yeah, yeah. We tried to get in Snakes and Lattes, I think. Snakes? Oh, no. It was snakes and Ladders, wasn't it? Uh, snakes and Lattes. Oh, no, That's yes. That's the name of yes. the, the place. And it was like a weird, it was a board game um, coffee shop. Right? Yeah, you can go there and, or get drinks and coffee and play board right. games. Yeah. The problem is it's so popular that you have to wait in a one-hour queue. And mm. I think it was already pretty late, so I think we gave up. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Do you know, uh, yeah, stuff like that I miss because, uh, again, so my brother right now, he lives in London. Um, and we used to always go to a place in London, like London, Ontario. Is, we're from Ontario. Uh, I guess any stragglers who don't know that, I guess. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> anybody listening from, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know Texas. The, the potential. I think we've talked about our Texas audience. Oh before. yes, our big. Uh, <laughs> all your guns. All the guys with their ten gallon hats listening to this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's London, Ontario, and uh, we we used to go to this place called the Rec Room, and it was sick. And like we would go all the time, and it was this. It was like a barcade. Oh, okay, okay, I went there with you. Oh yes, yes, I went there. Yeah. yeah. And and so yeah, that was like me and Jesse's thing. And yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Was, I came out with you guys for a weekend. That's what happened. That was, it was yeah, yeah. a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but we, that place is really cool. And we were like, let's yeah, we we're like obviously let's bring Austin because that was our thing. Like every time I hung out with Jesse, me and him would go there. So yeah, I do remember that we went with you. Super awesome place. And and again, it just sucks because it's just not open now. And so now whenever I hang out with Jesse, it's just like oh, I'm craving there's, that there's so a, there's hard. There's a piece of your heart missing. It's just like it was so cool, you know. Oh, Jamie, I um, feel you. But hey, that's that's a lot of things right now. I guess uh, you know that's yeah. Everybody's got that feeling to one extent or another about something. Yeah, for sure. But uh, 
Yeah, I just uh, super awesome, and uh, and trampoline parks, dude. That's <laughs> sick. Wait, did you wait? Did you go to them a lot? What? I I went to I went to one trampoline park, and then there was one open in London, which I didn't go to that one. Um, trampoline park was awesome. I remember. I went with a bunch of friends. There was one in, I want to say, Kitchener or something. And uh, I remember we all stopped at Taco Bell on our way to the trampoline park. And we're this, all, this all sounds very prime, Jamie. I know. And we're all sitting there eating Taco Bell. And as we're eating, we're like, wait a minute. Why are we eating Taco Bell before going to a trampoline park? <laughs> I, I, Jamie's that there's like a Jamie goes up he he bounces over to a cute girl you know and he, and he, shit he, my she, pants you no know, not shit your pants just more like you're jumping and then you feel the gas and you know that you can't stop it because you're jumping <laughs> and then you just start farting everywhere mm-hmm. oh Jamie not yeah, a good it, showing not a good showing it felt horrible it felt like a bad idea but hey nobody that... wants an impromptu trip to no to the but <laughs> I will say, I will say, trampoline parks are super fun, and that is something I am looking forward to doing again in the future. I had a lot of fun. Oh, dude, I, we could probably create a laundry. Hey, everybody, well, let's all create a laundry list of all the things we want to do once yeah, this all blows over. I know, I know. That's top of my priority, though. Concerts are actually a second to that. I want to jump. Really? Around. No, I don't. At know. this point, I want a I, concert. I, super we've bad. said it before, but I, I've not always been super attached to live shows uh, once again though, i work in the industry so it's kind of yeah less yeah. valuable to me but dude now that it's been a while i'm like oh god i'd fucking love to go to any show mm-hmm. any show mm-hmm. I'd, like sign me up dude i don't even really care if i don't, I don't even, if i don't even really like them i don't care yeah i just want to go let's just go see nickelback as soon as we can <laughs> okay let's not get to the bottom of the barrel here <laughs> yeah uh so I uh, I think let's tr- let's transition, okay? Sure. Uh, oh, we we already talked. Oh yeah, we talked about Costco. We already have been transitioning. Jamie, oh, yeah. we're good at this. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> what? What Jamie, you, Jamie, we've talked about more than one thing this entire time. Oh my god, what? <laughs> I want to hear. Actually, I want to hear about this. Yeah. You were you were talking about the Content House stuff, which I think is super oh, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Okay. Well, so so. I will. I want to begin this by. I'm not going to bring up this person's name because I guess my goal isn't to draw attention to that because I it, big deal. But I'm going to explain a scenario that I'm sure people will get what I'm saying. When I was when I was like in high school or a little younger, this was like probably like back like actually ten years ago, probably like 2012 ish time. Uh, Basically, I used to watch this guy on YouTube. Used to just kind of do vlogs. I used to think he was like kind of interesting. I was like, oh yeah, I used to watch him because I thought he was funny. Um, and randomly, like it's it's been years, and I just fizzled out. Obviously, you, you don't maintain interest in people that long usually, right? You you go through spurts. Maintain, what do you mean? <laughs> like uh, like as as far as like if someone is just I'm making, done with you. If someone's well, if someone's making content on the internet and it's just someone you're watching for a bit, sometimes I don't know. I just sometimes you lose interest in someone and you just like okay. I'm just oh, saying, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just saying. Basically, I used to watch this guy do vlogs and stuff, and uh, and then obviously just time passed and I stopped watching it as much. And eventually, Jamie, Jamie left his bro phase. Yeah, just he was, <laughs> it was part of his whole thing of becoming a a, a bro a bro guy. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was this was the phase I was saying bro all the time. <laughs> no, I'm just and then, and then he'd go to the vlog things and he'd be like, "What's going on, bro? What's going on, bros?" And Jamie's going, "Oh yeah, bro, thank you." But then one day I realized I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm not a bro. <laughs> yeah, I gotta no, go. I gotta go. Um, no, but anyway, I, I no, basically it was I don't know, just someone I used to kind of watch, but uh, basically just years passed, and obviously I'm not keeping tabs on what this guy's doing at all. 
have no interest. It's just like just totally forgot I even used to watch them at all. Hey, Jamie, well, yeah. a little a little middle ground thing. Yeah, dude, what's really interesting is, in my opinion, yeah, a lot of the time that happens, it's because I've actually had times where I've enjoyed content and the YouTube naturally phased it out of the algorithm for me. Yeah, and I forgot about it. Yeah, and then I re- I find it later and go. Shit, I loved this stuff. How did that like? How did this stop? Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting into my radar. Yeah. So that I think that's part of it. Right. But, well, okay. Continue yeah. your story. Yeah. Well, I would say this isn't the case here because it was just a thing where I it just I think the con the content of these vlogs was just something I outgrew. I guess I don't know. I think that might have been more it. I just lost interest somehow. But basically, years later, I'm uh, like I did this literally uh, so a couple weeks ago. I randomly remembered that I used to watch this guy on YouTube and I was like, oh shit. I'm like, and he was kind of up and coming at the time. So I was like, I wonder how he's doing now. Did he reach his full potential? Well, yeah. So I was like, I'm wondering how he's doing now. So I went and looked it up. And again, I don't want to say it because I'm not trying to like cast hate on it. I'm like, I don't, you know, it's not even about that. It's just the context of this. Um, I mean, how, how big is he though? I, okay. Because it, the thing it is... It doesn't matter. I just want to... I This is all I have to say about this topic. I'm just saying. I just watched this guy. Found him. Found... I watched one of his videos recently. And the content is so different and weird. And, and he's now... It almost seems... I think he's at more of a peak now, but it's almost seems like he's he's in one of those content houses now. So so he's like he's one of those weird like they're they're like people they're all like social media um, people like they're all about like being uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, like an influencer they're influencers. you know they're yeah influencers. yeah that's, that's yeah what they are. so so they're all content creators they're all just collabing together because they they they're starting to realize they that their content is their... actually not that wholesome not that it's like their their contents were done, so they're like we might as well just all be together and combine fan bases. Exactly, basically, is how right? Combine forces. So so yes, basically this guy now he's in one of those houses with all these people, and it's just it's just they make all the videos super dramatic now. And I just realized he's like he's like uh, this is happening, and I realized the whole format of these videos is painting a picture that all this crazy big deal stuff is happening when the substance of it is like barely anything you're just like okay like calm down <laughs> but he's just hyping up a situation really big you know what the, the worst part is is you can't really blame them because no, it's what works you can't but it's so applicable like jake paul and logan paul do the exact same thing yeah every single one of the videos are like my girlfriend's leaving me or we had a yeah. serious conversation i can't believe what happened to my dog yeah I guess I guess the point I'm trying to make here is uh, this this kind of small town small time vlogger I used to watch. Uh, he basically became that, and I'm just like, this just seems so devoid of personality and everything because it just seems so phony and weird, and it's all about like. Oh, I got a big name on. You know, what I mean, it just, it just, it's so weird because I was like, how, I wonder how this guy's doing now. And it just, it seemed like the most soulless thing I've ever come across. Like, I just came across, I was like, whoa. I'm like, this is like, I don't know. It just seemed, uh, you know, it, and the weird thing is, it's really when, boring. Like, not something I see any, like, interest in, you know? I don't yeah. know. I, I think, I, when it comes to that, I'm not really sure how to feel about it. Yeah. Because, 
in a sense, I, once again, I do understand because at the end of the day, they're just trying to cater to the to the audience they have. Oh yeah, for they're, sure. They're, they just figured out. They're like, hey, this is what people want, so I'm just gonna make it. Yeah. And and in a lot in a lot of cases, it just it is the younger kid audience. The younger kid audience is the one you want because oh, they're the course. most dedicated. They had the most time, most time to watch and they're our the, videos. They're gonna be the yep. most invested in in what you're outputting. That's people like us, like you know, like mid twenties dudes that that are like, oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. The, the, that who wants that? At the end of the day. Yeah. I guess that was more my realization is that it just doesn't apply to me anymore, I guess. Because, yeah, I, I am aware. I do, obviously, I think they're just having fun. I'm, I'm not opposed to people doing things and having fun like that. But I'm just saying it is funny because I just do realize I looked and I'm like, this is just so, it yeah. seems funny to me. But uh, it's like, obviously, if they're just enjoying themselves, big deal. I mean, obviously, have fun, make videos if that's what you want to do. I'm not like trying to shit on everyone who does stuff like that. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to. Be I like will that. say this. I but I would never be in that position. No. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't it think just doesn't interest me. me. It just, just doesn't interest me. But I'm just saying it was funny because I'm like, where did this guy go to after all these years? And that's where it was. And I was like, weird. That's but where he, it all ends up. He, he seems to be doing well now. But again, it wasn't to draw attention to that. I just. Well, I mean, he's a, doing well, so that's good. Yeah, that's what I mean. And if he's having fun, good on him. Good on him. That's all I really have to say. But I will say, I'm just like I. It's just interesting. I'm like, yeah, just to me, I have no interest in that at all. I would never watch that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's... At the end of the day... Okay, so think about it this way. Think about what you... How invested you would have to be in somebody for, to see their show live. Yeah. Let's say... Okay, let's say... Uh, a great example is Beyond Concerts. Let's say Game Grumps Live. Yeah. They do that shit where they kind of... They, what do they even do? They just show up to a building and play games live or something. Is that? Yeah, I think I've heard that. That must yeah. be what they do. Yeah. And realistically, even if let's say, because at one point you and I, let's say you and I were big fans of this this content. Yeah. But at, at our age, what are the odds that we'd actually bother to go out and see a show like that? Well, okay. I actually, I would, I would digress here because I would say. If uh, if they were performing somewhere nearby, just because I grew up watching Game Grumps, I would probably check it out if it was feasible to, for me to see. If it was cheap enough, if it was convenient. What enough. what about any degree of inconvenience? Well, I'm I'm not looking to do let's, it. Let's say it was in Toronto and it was a hundred bucks for a ticket. Then no, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And but what I'm, I would actually say, but a lot I, of the younger audience for Game Grumps. Would happily drive there and happily yeah. pay that money oh, that's and true. get a hotel. That's true, without question. Yeah, that's what I. So that's what I call. We're just getting older. and We're not really a target audience anymore. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. Because we just we just don't we just don't we just don't care enough to put out that kind of money for that shit anymore. Oh yeah, it's just too much work, too much effort. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But well, I I, I don't I, know. I I do. It's, it's just different. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, at the same time, I don't know if I ever would have been the type who would go out of my way super hard to see something like that anyway. Oh, not to me. Be real. I, I'm fucking cheap. I'm to Dutch. be real. I, yeah. I, I, I literally hate spending money. But, it was hard for me to go see some of my favorite bands sometimes. But that's the thing. I disagree fully when it comes to music because I really enjoy experiencing music. So any oh, live show. Oh, yeah. Music transcends age. Yeah. So there I, are some I would people say, who will be dedicated fans of a band for 50 will, years and still see them live. I would drop money on that. Uh, something I really want to see way more so obviously than uh, you know some comedy duo on YouTube or something. Actually, but I, I but does I don't not support that either. I I like it and obviously if they if they were if if Game Grumps did a thing, I would even still see it if it was feasible and easy to see if it was a cheap ticket. Yeah, I guess and, nostalgia attachment is yeah, is definitely totally. a powerful thing. Why not? But yeah. seeing them live would be pretty expensive. 
probably yeah you know which what? is weird because it's like yeah what do they do live I don't know but again we've never it's been to once again it's demand we it's don't know lots of young people are willing to pay the money so we'd have to pay that same amount of money right right but actually a cool thing now that you were saying that because when it comes to music mm-hmm. I was watching a live show from Electric Lake Orchestra yeah they did a couple of years ago and I was watching the show and I went out of all that is one actually a show. I would pay, like, it, it looked like everybody was having so much fun. Yeah. It's like a big stadium, and all these people are in their, like, 50s and 60s, and they're all dancing and listening to all these songs they've probably heard their whole life. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, I wish I was those guys. Yeah. Look, they're having a party. They're kind of, like, reliving their youth. Yeah. While they're at this concert, right? All dancing and, you know, singing. and Oh, yeah. And, so, and they sing a song, and all, like, the, the couples are all, like, hugging each other. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. Uh, Why do I want to have something like that. Shed a tear. I That's know. Be- it's, it's so beautiful. cool. It's beautiful. So yeah. I think music definitely transcends age in that oh, yeah. way. But, and, and I do think comedy does as well i would say there are comedians who people used to like and even when they're older they would want to support them so i do think nostalgia is a powerful thing i think yeah it must it must largely be nostalgia i think nostalgia in in any context is powerful you know i think uh it's it's crazy because uh i've gone through phases where i will um just reminisce and stuff and sometimes and do you know what's weird is i've never been a big picture taker as in I'm not like a, I don't take pictures too much for social media, really. Like, that's never been my thing to post it for the public, but I do take pictures. I'm one of those people who I take a lot of pictures. I know you have thousands on your phone. I do. And, and, and actually, like, every now and then I will look You're back. backing that stuff up, though, right? Um, I, you should probably some, back that up some somewhere. Some of it. Some of it, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, every now and then I will look at pictures I took in 2018. 2019 2017 just a couple years ago but i will look at it and something about the nostalgia of it is actually just it's like magical like it's like it it i don't know it's like beautiful because it like really reminds you of exactly how you felt at the time you just remember oh every, yeah you can you can encapsulate every you remember you had. everything you were thinking at the time you remember how you felt you remember how they how your friends were you know i kind just, of envy you in that regard yeah i you know what i i don't really care about social media yeah, but I wish I took more pictures. Yeah, and I think I associated taking pictures with the necessity mm-hmm. of putting it on social media, mm-hmm. which I think is wrong. I, I really should have just viewed it as yeah. a catalog of for myself, for my yeah. own life. And I'm glad I've done that because I I have a lot of pictures I don't post anywhere, but I do sometimes. Nostalgia is just so powerful, and like, and it's not a thing I dwell on super hard because obviously, obviously, it, it's good to take stuff as it comes as well. Um, obviously like focusing too much on the past and going like, these were the good old days. You know, you got to build, you got to constantly be in that headspace of you're just building your life from here on. So you got to think you, well, of these would, moments as something that could potentially be a memory too, right? Yeah. I would so, say, try to view it as you're still in the good old days. Yeah. And, and you can still make, they're still these. happening. So, so yeah. And, and I feel like luckily I've kind of always done that, you know, in a sense that, yeah, it wasn't for everyone to see. But I do have all these old pictures that I look back and I'm like, that's just crazy. Just a time capsule. Now, like, the part of it, though, part of what you're viewing is the fact that as you, you start to kind of transition to your later 20s, yeah, you do start to realize how different things are and how how unique that time is Yeah, in the sense that there's no going back. Oh, when t- you, when tell you me about that, it. <laughs> the past year? Uh, <laughs> yeah, tell it, me about it. it. So if, you know, being, let's say, 
actually, I wouldn't even say teenage. Teenage years, fuck that shit. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would actually say to like twenty to twenty four. Yeah, I would say these very kind of unique, weird years where yeah. you're a full blown adult. Yeah, the past and you five can do whatever years. the hell you want. Yeah, the past five years were definitely more interesting than my teen years. I would say. Yeah, because you have freedom and you can do whatever you want. But yeah. nobody actually fully expects you to be an adult at the same time. Yeah, I, it, it's so it's a very weird middle ground. But mm-hmm. as, so as you get older, you definitely have that sense that that that's gone. Yeah, there's more expectations now, and but but as you said though, you need to remember that you still are in the good old days. We're not really that old. Oh, exactly. There's still a lot going on, but there's definitely more pressure. Yeah, to kind of start to transition to be like, okay, you're you're kind of getting up there. You need to actually start thinking about things like you know, like careers, marriage, and and transitioning into having a life. Yeah. Yeah, you need uh, a, you, a stable one. As you know? exactly, as you get older, you got to assess what's important for you for sure, and, and I think really, really, really capture that. Uh, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like, obviously, looking back, uh, yeah, I, I just think there's so many memories that are just great. But you, you still got to be aware that, like, obviously, uh, you know, there, uh, life is still there. The, I got so many years still left ahead of me. So do you, and yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta look at it like, hey, like. Things could be awesome too. Like you, you don't gotta, you know. Yeah, I can say with the very in the past, you know. For a, Jimmy, for me, for a fact, mm. every year is better. Mm. Every single year I've had has. All, I, I look back and go, this was the best fucking year yet. Yeah, I hope that never stops. I really, I, I hope. So. I would actually say it's a good life yeah. if I can always say that at the end of every year. I feel like you know what, and that's actually just a very healthy philosophy because I feel the same way. I do feel like. No matter what happens at the end of the day, I feel like every year I have more perspective and I'm like, I am more myself, more figuring out everything. You know what I mean? And I would say I agree with that philosophy because I, I am like, I don't necessarily have many regrets. I still look at it like I am, I don't, I'm glad everything that has happened in the past has happened really. You know what? Actually, Not necessarily everything, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so you I don't actually, have super regrets. And my point is moving forward, it's kind of a... Uh, it's kind of exciting just just knowing I'm you know as you get older you definitely uh your experience kind of start defining you a lot more you know Oh 100%. Yeah. You know what? And you actually this kind of perspective to what I was just thinking. You know, I'll actually open up about this cuz we're kind of in a mood right now. Yeah. Is uh when uh so last year at the beginning of COVID I was starting to feel locked in. Mm. I, I, f- I felt like I couldn't, like I was on a good road, but I couldn't really escape it at the same time. Yeah. So that would be that I was in my, I was doing a lot of theater stuff and I was doing lots of, I actually just finished a musical that was, that was, it was good for my career. It was a, it was a, it was a kind of a big production for a big company in Toronto. It went really well. And, and I was starting to kind of move into kind of the, for me, the next phase of my career. Yeah. But the problem is, is as you do that, the hours kind of start to build up more and more, the kind of the stress and everything. Yeah. And it's a thing where I, I was at a point where I'm like, you know, I'm really happy I'm here. A lot of people would like to be here. But I'm I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. I'm, at the same time, I'm stuck. I can't go anywhere. I can't escape this anymore. Feel locked into a certain lifestyle. Yeah, which is not really necessarily a bad thing. But at the time, I was, I was, I was kind of going, I wish I could have, you know, smelled the roses a little bit more before. I kind of just went into this thing that I'm kind of locked into. And next thing you know, I'm 30, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, I get you. Yeah, it was conflicting. So... For me, it obviously, you know, COVID obviously affected a lot of people negatively, and it still is. Yeah. But when it first started, it was, for me, it was a huge, 
I, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of felt that kind of come off me a little bit where I'm like, I actually get to breathe a little bit and really think about life. And yeah. I'm still young. I was 25. Yeah. And it was, it, I, I, for me, it was a very good year. Yeah. And I, I, I kind of started I, thinking about I, my plans. I understand that exactly. Yeah. I get what you mean. Yeah. Because for you, it was a, it was a break from the norm a little, you know. Yeah. Because I, I had been doing it for three or four years and there's mm. no way it, it there's no implication that was going to stop anytime soon because yeah. as you're kind of starting to get started in your career you want to just keep your head down and focus kind of thing right? oh yeah yeah so no it was for me covid has been a it's been i i would say overall i'm for me i'm happy it happened i'm yeah. not saying it's i'm well, happy it happened yeah. in general yeah but how it impacted my life i understand and, what you're saying and and i actually would say i'm in the same boat to an extent i do uh the past two years or so uh, I was working for a company that basically I was working like six days a week, pretty much all the time because I was basically manning, it was a sales job. I was manning this, this pavilion, uh, but they had no weekend people. So he would basically, my manager would beg me all the time to work. He'd be like, can you just work? Like they theoretically wanted me to work like every single day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it, and it was getting stressful, but I was like, I will take one extra shift every now and then. And, uh, but then every now and then I'd be like, no, sorry, I can't. But I was doing like six days a week for a long time, like almost half a year. And, and it is one of those things that once that happened, I do remember thinking, wow, like, I'm just, this is it. Like, this seems like it's my whole life. Like, I wake up, and that's pretty much all I'm doing is I'm at work. Like, that's how I felt. And that's part of, yeah, it starts to consume you. you yeah. Know, you're growing up. Yeah. And 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 it's like, at the same time, so I, I would say kind of near the end of, uh, of working there and stuff, it was around COVID stuff, uh, but I would say, like, having a bit of time off for the first time in years was wild to me because I was kind of like... I don't know. And it, it also kind of gave me perspective. I'm like, well, now I really need to just think it through, figure some stuff out, you know, and, and even just as, as hobbies go, um, just even just creative outlets and stuff, even just starting this, I don't think I would have just wanted to even do this if it weren't for COVID. So it's, it's just kind of nice because it's like, you know, going for things I probably wouldn't have ever given myself the time to do. Do you know what's crazy? Yeah. We've been doing this for five months now. I know. Isn't that insane? It's insane. It's so funny because I never thought it would. There's, there's part of me that kind of went. I do, I wanted to do it because I decided, you know what, I'm in, in my life in general. I'm sick of waiting for the right time. I'm sick yeah. of waiting for. Uh, my a lot of my life right now has been waiting and pausing. Yeah. In the sense that, like, my theater will call and go, maybe there's work, maybe there's not, who yeah. knows, lockdown, maybe, maybe not, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's a thing where I'm like, I was like, you know, fuck it, let's just start a podcast, maybe next week I have to go back to Toronto and it's over, kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. And, it's all, and I'm happy I did, because... And, and I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel the same way, because it's almost like, for me, same thing, I would always be, like, waiting for the perfect moment for everything, and there was never the perfect moment, you know? That's like, I would always wait for a moment, I'm like... One day, I'm just going to wake up perfect, and I'm just going to do everything I ever wanted. And it's like, that's not realistic at all. And you really just have to do things you want to do. And that's at the end of the day. We're alive now, and you just got to do do things. You oh, know? trust me. My, my At this point, my whole life is I... I just yeah, I'm sick of waiting for things. I'm exactly. sick of, of, of There's no reason hoping, to, because there's never yeah. a perfect moment. You're never going to feel perfect about anything. Uh, so yeah, I honestly, this has been a good, healthy outlet for me, I would say. And you know what? In a lot of ways, we've had some, 
some weeks are better and some weeks are worse. There's some yeah. weeks where we kind of get we we're kind of frustrated. We don't really even really like. Mm. Uh, and I, we, there's some episodes we did where we, we finished and we were like, we don't, we don't like this. Yeah, it's not like, very good. Like, that was garbage. <laughs> but we released it anyway because I'm like, you know what? I, I don't want to constantly worry about all these yeah. little things. I just I just want to push something out there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? And we, oh, well, I mean, thankfully, a couple people are still listening. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, we we also got a um, good old Motown number two listening to us. Uh, twenty three. Oh, Motown for life. Twenty Motown for life. Twenty three. Yes. My my memory retention is pretty <laughs> on point today. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, well, we are we are getting pretty close to the end. Are we? Ooh, yeah, yeah. So spin. we have like another minute or so. Yeah. So, uh, uh, some closing ideas. Some closing ideas is uh. Yeah, you know, I, I would definitely say for a lot of people out there, if you're kind of, you know, going through this kind of these demotions that I think a lot of people are right now, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, just make, think about what your trajectory is going to be when it's all over. Because it's going to end. Yeah. It's going to move on. Yeah. And at the very least, one one of the things you can at least do is posture yourself. Yeah. Just think about think about where you want to go and how you're going to do it. Yeah. And, and in a lot of ways, maybe you are on the wrong path. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and maybe and, you need to, to do a shift. And one so. thing, and one thing that I think is good advice that I've recently started to apply to myself. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of like gassy and making all these noises while I'm trying to say something. Um, but no, I, I would say if if you have like any creative endeavors you want to want to kind of pursue, there's the point. I think the ma- a good thing that we kind of that I think this conversation was nice because I feel like I think there's a a, a strong message here is. You're never going to feel that there's the right time. You just need to do it. And if, if you want to be creative or do anything like that, you know, just just do it. And you're never going to feel perfect about it. So the point is, I think I think any big creative, they don't overthink or worry about what they create. They just create. You know? Yeah, they just keep moving forward. Yeah. And I'm not saying like that's just – I'm not even just saying that's us and like we're do, putting out great stuff. But I am just saying any creative field – you're going to be your worst critic. You're going to overthink it. So I think uh, there's never going to be a perfect moment, you know? Yeah. And you know what? one more thing. I we're about to blow a little bit over, but that's okay. Yeah. Is there are so many successful artists and people in creative types that one of two things happened. One, they thought that the, the thing they were making was going to fail. They didn't yeah. even understand what people wanted when they made it. Yeah. Or two, to this day, they still don't like it, but the audience still loves it. Yeah. So you you can never say for sure what your product is or isn't based on how you view oh, your own yeah. work. Yeah. So a lot know, lot yeah. a lot of art kind of takes on its own thing, has a mind of its own, and and yeah, I feel like just because you yourself don't see the beauty in it doesn't mean other people won't. That's well said, Jamie. Yeah. You just you just <laughs> took it home. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Yes. Take care, everyone. Thank you. See you later.